the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What's going on, everybody? Another Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, we are on a new night and time. Sunday nights, 11 p.m. Eastern, right here on AM 970. The answer, another great show for you. And a craft beer guest that will be joining me later this hour. Some news and notes to get to in this segment and in our second segment. But first, how can you follow me? Very easy. On Twitter, at Al Gattulo. Instagram, at Gattulo. That's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast. The email at albertg at nycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for A-G Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. And, by the way... We are now Alexa ready. All you have to do is say to your Alexa, Alexa, I want to listen to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. And lo and behold, you shall hear the Craft Beer Cast. My guest tonight on the Craft Beer Cast, Brad Foreman. He's the market manager in New Jersey for Great Lakes Brewing. Great Lakes celebrating 30 years as a brewery this year. And Brad has some uh, special craft beer that's coming to the Garden State that you don't want to miss. That interview is coming up in about 20 minutes from now. We also talk about some other stuff that Great Lakes is putting together. Uh, there's going to be a special beer in Cleveland uh, that is going to be released, and uh, you'll have to stay tuned for that as well uh, about 20 minutes from now. But uh, just want to let everybody know, yes, we are on in a new day and time. The show is not going anywhere. It just has moved. Um, as programming is um, typically done on uh, radio stations uh, on the weekends, uh, programming is brokered. It's sold. So uh, when somebody comes in and says, I want to buy uh, time on your radio station to promote uh, X product or talk about uh, you know XYZ or whatever it is, radio station negotiates, and the person gets to put their show on the air, provided that it's something topical that they want to talk about, and that they can afford uh, the time slot, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So there is a sports show now in place on Saturday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. It's two hours talking sports. Uh, Jonathan Friedman uh, is his name. He's going to be doing sports on Saturday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. My show simply got moved to Sunday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern uh, that you can listen to live on AM 970 The Answer uh, or am970theanswer.com. The big goal for me, for my show, not only, obviously, is it to air on uh, New York radio, but also to have access to a podcast so that you can listen at your leisure. To me, that's the key. As long as the, sta- as long as the show is, a- is, is able to be heard online, I'm a happy guy. And believe me, I cannot be more thankful of the management here at the radio station, Jerry Crowley, Phil Boyce, uh, for giving me the opportunity to do this show. Darren Yellen does a great job as the executive producer and the sales uh, person for this program. Uh, and all the people that I work with here do a great job. Yes, even Frank Morano. Uh, Frank and I joke, uh, uh, you know, we get into a war of words at times 
Uh, but Frank and I are colleagues. We're friends. We've known each other for quite a long time, and we like to bust each other's chops from time to time. So there you go. That's why we're on on a new night, Sundays, 11 p.m. Eastern, uh, right here on AM 970, The Answer. And hey, you're going to get the podcast the next morning because I will make sure that it is personally up uh, before the Joe Piscopo show starts at 6 a.m. What you don't want to miss this coming Monday, that's tomorrow, Monday, August 13th, one-on-one with Steve Adubato. Now, Steve has his fans. Steve doesn't have his fans. But listen, Steve did a great job interviewing me on his program, one-on-one with Steve Adubato. You can watch that tomorrow, August 13th. That's a Monday, 7 p.m. and 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time on NJTV and at 12.30 in the morning on Channel 13 WNET in New York. Of course, check your local listings. We're talking all about New Jersey beer and why uh, New Jersey beer has become uh, such a big boon uh, for the state of New Jersey, certainly in New York as well, but in New Jersey, uh, the, you know, they're really starting to ramp up breweries and how small business has helped thrive in uh, a lot of towns in New Jersey. And so Steve and I talk about that and, of course, some of the various New Jersey beers uh, that uh, populate the Garden State. Uh, we've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks, but if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, you should get them. Big Brew returning uh, to the Morristown Armory. That's Saturday, October 6th. Two sessions. First one starts noon to 4 p.m. Second session is from 5.30 to 9.30 p.m. Designated driver tickets are 15 bucks. And if you're coming on the train, this is what's great about the uh, event from Big Brew at the Morristown Armory. They run a shuttle service from the Morristown train station. So if you're thinking about coming from Manhattan and you're going, ah, I don't want to drive, listen, You take New Jersey Transit, which, yes, I know has not been reliable as of late because they're installing uh, PTC, positive train uh, control. They have to get it done by the end of the year, and they're probably not going to get it done by the end of the year. But they have to do that. But the cool thing is if you come by train, there is a free shuttle service to and from the Morristown train station, and so you can get to the armory uh, without having to drive. You can take public transportation, which is great. Allison Kohler uh, Thompson, who does a great job running this event, uh, it's phenomenal. It is, uh, it's not just New Jersey beers. It's national beers as well. It's a big event. There's bands. There's food. There's all kinds of fun stuff, and it's at the Morristown Armory. It's Saturday, October 6th. There are two sessions Noon to 4 p.m. The second session is from 5.30 to 9.30 p.m. You don't want to miss it. It's a lot of fun. I'm hoping to get there. There's a lot of stuff going on that day. I would love to go to one of those sessions. Not sure which one I'm going to go to yet. And for me, the good thing about it is is not only I get to sample a lot of the uh, latest New Jersey beers that are in, but also the national beers as well. They usually A lot of the national guys have some good things on tap that you can try, and I always look forward uh, to that event. Guinness. For those of you who drink Guinness... They have opened their first brewery in America in more than 60 years. The Guinness Open Gate Brewery and Barrel House opened in Maryland's Baltimore County last Friday, uh, which was also International Beer Day. That's the Friday before last. Um, according to Guinness's website, the tap room will be open with a limited menu selection. For now, the restaurant officially opens at the end of this month. So exciting things from Guinness. This has been talked about for a while. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Baltimore legislature had to modify some laws I know that some craft breweries in Baltimore were not happy about the changes, uh, but Guinness is now open uh, in Maryland in Baltimore County as of uh, the Friday before last. So if you like your Guinness, uh, you can check it out. And, of course, the full restaurant will open at the end of this month. In December, Lagunitas Beer uh, will launch the return of their Willetized Coffee Stout. It's a 12% imperial stout. It's brewed with coffee and aged in barrels that previously held Willet Distillery Rye Whiskey. 
That's something interesting. would like to try that as well. Uh, Firestone Walker is coming out with a new Leo vs. Ursus uh, release, Gen 1 Unfiltered IPA. That is a 7.6% IPA. It is brewed with American Mosaic and Simcoe hops. Uh, not sure on the release date of that, uh, but we'll definitely want to check that out when, the, when it comes out. Firestone Walker just cranks out fantastic beer from California. It is definitely something uh, that you do not want to miss. Two other news and notes to get to here before we take our first break on our new time uh, Sundays at 11 o'clock here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, the third installment in Coronado's art series uh, set to make its debut, the release of Island Vibes. It's a passion fruit Berlin Iron Vice. Uh, the Coronado Kfish Art Series debuted earlier this year. It's seen uh, already seen two successful beer releases. Island Vibes, now the third beer to come out in the se- of the series. have to say I had the first two releases. It's very good. And uh, they were both, if I'm not mistaken, both of them were IPA. So this is a little different. A passion fruit Berlin Iron Vice. It is a sessionable 4.5% ABV. Uh, it is a fresh passion fruit puree in the beer. Slightly tart, a dry, refreshing finish. It is a kettle sour. Uh, it is definitely a summer type of beer. I have to contact the folks over at Coronado, get myself a can or two of that uh, to sample. Ber- uh, Berlin Iron Vice is uh, really good beers, and it's funny because some people think that you're supposed to put syrup in Berlin Iron Vices uh, to kind of enhance the flavor of them, but I've read some other things where they say don't put any additives in it. It's meant to be dr- drunk or drank the way that it's produced. You're not supposed to put any additives to it, so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, when this comes out. Now, uh, Island Vibes uh, debuted already at Coronado Brewing's three locations back on Friday, August 3rd on six-pack cans and on draft. The beer is going to hit broader retail availability later in August. will be available to buy in stores throughout Coronado's distribution network while supplies last. Um, would definitely like to see more Coronado beer in New Jersey. Coronado, guys, if you're listening, we got to figure out a way to get more of your beer out here to the East Coast. It is good stuff. I know there are so many different choices in New Jersey. There's so many different choices in other places. But let me tell you something. Coronado puts out consistently good beer. Their IPAs are great. They're always spot on. And whenever I get a chance uh, to get some beer from Coronado, I definitely want to uh, check them out. But the thing in New Jersey, what you have to watch out for is you've got to check the dates on the cans. A lot of times it's outdated because... Guys have inventory that they've been sitting on uh, for a long time, and they want to push it out to get rid of it to to put in some new stuff. So you definitely have to check that out. I've got to find out who the distributor is for Coronado Brewing uh, in New Jersey uh, because we really need to uh, up Coronado's game here in New Jersey. And then finally, Founders has announced earlier this week they will release uh, their uh, fifth release in the 2018 Barrel Age series. It is Curmudgeon's Better Half. This is a an old ale brewed with molasses aged in maple syrup bourbon barrels. This was preceded by Dankwood, Backwards Bastard, KBS, and Barrel Runner in the series. And this marks the first time the beer has been bottled since 2012. Um, so again, this is going to be, uh, let's see, it's a 12.7% ABV. It is a 35 IBU. It'll have a suggested retail price of $16.99, uh, four pack, $12.99 and 750 milliliter bottles. Although prices will vary by, uh, by market. Uh, Dankwood, uh, interestingly enough, I've not, I don't think I've had a Dankwood yet. I have the, I have a bottle sitting in my refrigerator. I haven't had a chance to taste it. Backwards Bastard is fantastic. The KBS is really good. Uh, I will review Barrel Runner on Suds and Duds coming up later in the program, but it'll be interesting to check out Curmudgeon's Better Half, an old ale brewed with molasses and aged in maple syrup bourbon barrels, and again, a 12.7% ABV. That's pretty strong. When we come back, folks, after a short break, more news and notes, and we are just getting started on our new night, 
New time, Sundays, 11 p.m. on AM 970. The answer, and it focuses on that delicious beverage, you know what it's made from, barley and hops. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer. The Hugh Hewitt Show. The Hugh Hewitt Show. The best thing that could happen. That which should happen. You ask Jeff Sessions for his resignation. If he doesn't give it to him, you fire him. And you direct the new acting attorney general to sit down with Mr. Mueller and give him a deadline on when he will finish. And you will also direct them, you shall not subpoena the president. All right? That's the bottom line. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 3, right before Joe Piscopo at 6 on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, Kevin McCullough. If you're not getting a wonderful night's sleep... There's a good chance it could be because of your pillow. And I've got great news because my friend Mike Lindell, the founder and creator of the most incredible sleep technology ever invented, the MyPillow, has brought back his most popular offer. Buy one premium MyPillow, get the second one free. Sleeping on a MyPillow is unlike anything else you've ever done. It never goes flat. It stays cool through the night. You can adjust it. And the patented fill gives you the exact support you need to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer and awake more refreshed. MyPillow is backed with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. No questions asked. You can even put it in the washer dryer to wash it yourself. Now, you can get a buy one premium MyPillow and get another premium MyPillow absolutely free by calling 800-506-2641. Use the promo code AM970 or go to MyPillow.com. 800-506-2641. Just make sure you use the promo code AM970. I just looked quickly to see who was texting me. I never text and drive. I was just changing my music. My, my eyes never left the road, I swear. He was just there. He came out of nowhere in the middle of the block. Is he going to be okay? Drivers and pedestrians, see and be seen. The instant you stop paying attention could be the instant you'll always regret. A message from the Governor's Traffic Safety Committee and the New York State Departments of Health and Transportation. Hi, Hugh here for Patriot Mobile, urging you to go right now to www.patriotmobile.com forward slash you and help us celebrate a supreme summer. That's right, it's a Supreme Court summer. President Trump has nominated Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court, and we need you to help make it happen. And you can do that by switching your cell service, because Patriot Mobile, like all of the bigs, has great, great, great cell service. But unlike any of them, support conservative causes. Don't just carry your calls. Carry your message in this case to confirm brett kavanaugh every time you use your patriot mobile and pay your patriot mobile cell phone bill you're supporting conservative causes like those that protect your rights support interpreting the constitution with originalism and right now while supplies last enjoy a new motorola e4 or an e4 plus smartphone for only four dollars a month mention my name hugh when you call 1-800-APATRIOT to switch your service or visit www.patriotmobile.com forward slash you that's www.patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh. Make conservative change happen every time you use your cell phone. Listen to us live on the web. Sign up for our newsletter. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at am570themission.com. Church by and by. I'll read to you here, save your life. 
Welcome back to the Al Cthulhu Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer on a new night and time. Sunday nights, 11 p.m. Eastern, right here on AM 970 The Answer. Follow me on social media, very easy. On Twitter, at Al Gattulo. Instagram, at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com, slash AG Craft Beer Cast. Via email at albergeandnycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. And we are Alexa ready as well. Just say to Alexa, Alexa, I want to hear the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, and lo and behold, you shall hear it. I, alone from the band Live, their Throwing Copper album, uh, I am very excited. Uh, I am actually getting the opportunity uh, this coming Tuesday, the, uh, what is that, that would make it the 14th of August, I'll be over at the PNC Bank Art Center, to see Counting Crows and Live 25 years later and they're doing a, a kind of a reunion tour. But the, the cool thing about Live is Eddie Kowalczyk, the lead singer from Live, left the band a number of years ago. I don't know why he... I, I don't remember the recall the circumstances why he left. I don't know if it was creative differences, if he was tired of touring with the band. Something was going on, and he ended up leaving. Live continued to tour. I believe they got another... I, somehow they got another singer with the band, uh, but I never really saw them in that incarnation. But I did get a chance to see Eddie Kowalczyk do an acoustic live set at City Winery, uh, downtown Manhattan, right near the Holland Tunnel off of Varick Street. Unfortunately, City Winery is going to be closing by the end of the year because Disney has bought out the entire block. They're going to put their ABC studios are going to be down there. And got a chance to see Eddie uh, live doing an acoustic set at City Winery, and it was phenomenal. The cool thing about City Winery, it's about 120 seats, so it's a really intimate, intimate type of show. And I believe he was doing it with uh, the lead singer from Train, um, what's his name? Last name's Monahan. I can't remember his first name uh, off the top of my head. And um, it was a very, very cool show. Pat Monahan, that's it. Pat Monahan, lead singer from Train, and Eddie Kowalczyk. They did this acoustic set, the two of them. It was awesome. But I love the band Live. First time I got to see them, their Mental Jewelry album back in 1990, 1992. I was with my one of my broadcast mentors, Kurt Chaplin, and my two dearest friends, uh, Kim Ryan and Kim Atanasi, we were down in uh, at the Stone Pony, Asbury Park, and we got a chance to see live. It was their first, I don't, I don't know if it was their first event, but it was, you know, a significant venue to play at Asbury Park, obviously, in the Stone Pony. We went to see them. It was late December. It was snowing. Uh, we had just an unbelievable time. The place was packed. Uh, Kurt was not was a complete novice to these types of rock acts. People were moshing. They were going nuts. He tried to get himself in the mosh pit, got thrown out in about 10 seconds. We were laughing about it. We talked about it on the air that following Monday. Uh, but they were awesome live, and I had seen them over the years. The last time I saw them uh, as they were con- presently constituted uh, as a band was about a month or two before my son was born. Live was touring with Counting Crows, and my wife was pregnant. My wife is a huge fan of Counting Crows. I'm a big fan of Live. I said, we have to go, and we bought the tickets months before, figuring that, you know, yeah, well, you know, we'll go, and et cetera, et cetera, and of course, lo and behold, my wife is pregnant. It was a very hot and humid night. I remember my wife being very miserable at the show, but boy, we had a good time seeing those two bands, so I'm very excited to see those two bands again this coming Tuesday, uh, the 14th, over at the PNC Bank Art Center. Uh, my guest tonight on the Craft Beer Cast, Brad Foreman, the market manager in New Jersey for Great Lakes Brewing. Great Lakes celebrating 30 years as a brewery this year, and uh, Brad is going to tell us about some of the special beers that are going to be coming to the Garden State that you do not want to miss, including a dinner that is going to be coming up in Morristown uh, at some point. I know, I think he revealed it to me uh, late in the interview. 
or off-air, I don't remember when, but uh, there is a dinner that's going to be coming up in one of the big accounts that he has in Morristown. Looking forward uh, to attending that as well. Uh, this coming Monday, uh, the 13th of August, I'll be on one-on-one with Steve Adubato. Steve has filled in for Joe Piscopo before. You've heard him here on this radio station. And of course, he does the Leadership Hour on Sundays uh, at 2 o'clock. But tomorrow night, Monday night, August 13th, 7 and 11.30 p.m. Eastern on NJTV and 12.30 a.m. on Channel 13 WNET. One-on-one with Steve Adubato. Me and Steve will talking about New Jersey beer, New Jersey craft beer, and how it has become such a great business model in New Jersey and really helping towns uh, to prosper a little bit. Uh, one of the perfect examples, and I talk about it all the time, Wet Ticket in Rawway, New Jersey, they do such a great job at binding their community together. People come and visit. They're uh, having a couple of beers. People from out of town uh, met a woman uh, about a month or so ago with my neighbor. She was working for Merck. Uh, Merck has a big facility in Linden. Uh, that's where the uh, the parent company is, but she works at a satellite office out in San Francisco. She came in for some training, staying at the hotel across the street, found out, hey, there's a brewery right here. Went by, sampled a few of the beers, a big craft beer fam. You know, that's... The cool thing, the best part about Wet Ticket, though, for me and for others, if you're coming from New York City, it's five stops on New Jersey Transit. If you're coming anywhere along the northeast or uh, uh, North Jersey Coast uh, corridor, you can catch the train, stop at Railway, walk a block up, and there you are. You've got uh, got a a brewery option. There are a couple of bars in the area. There are great places to eat. In fact, there's a wood-fired pizza place that's on the corner now. Have to check them out. They're going to be opening very soon. Lots of different options. So Railway is starting to really uh, rebuild and is up and coming again, and uh, that's what you want to see. And uh, breweries are just a small part of that, and that's what we talk about, um, or I talk about with Steve Adubato. One-on-one coming up Monday, August 13th, 7 and 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time on NJTV, 12.30 in the morning on Channel 13 WNET. That would technically make it Tuesday morning. A couple of other quick news and notes uh, before we get to the break. Uh, the first we feast and Dogfish Head uh, Brewery is reuniting for season two of That's Odd, Let's Drink It. It's a series that bridges the worlds of indie craft beer and pop culture by introducing celebrities to the extremes of the craft brewing movement. This is premiering coming up Tuesday, uh, the 14th of August at 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, That's Odd, Let's Drink It um, f- follows Dogfish Head founder, CEO, and craft brewer uh, Trailblazer. This according to the press release. Sam Calagione on his quest to share off-centered and innovative brews with fellow creatives who are known to think and drink outside the box. In each episode of the six-part series, Calagione leads in an entertaining educational beer tasting with his guests as he takes them on a full-on sensory adventure of sorts where they taste and talk about beer, from dropping taste bud changing pills to altering altering the flavor profile of a sour Belgian ale to dropping science on the brewing process over a beer made with dragon fruit and yum berries to a hot pepper mixing party extravaganza. Caligione and guests explore all that's possible and impossible over off-kilter brews. Uh, this new season offers a diverse roster of guests, including YouTube sensations Rhett and Link, comedian Burt Kreitcher, Flaming Lips lead singer Wade, uh, Wayne Coyne, musician Juliana Barwick, a rapper uh, N-O-R-E, and First We Feast host Sean Evans. So, uh, very cool. have to check that out. Uh, this is um, new episodes will air Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern on First We Feast's YouTube channel. For more information, of course, about Dogfish Headcraft Brewery and about the show, just visit dogfish.com. I have to check that out. I have not checked out the series 
So uh, it is definitely something that I'm interested in, and I will have to check that out in the very near future. And then finally, after just six months, Miller Coors has pulled the plug on two hats. It's a light beer brand that was targeted at 21- to 24-year-old consumers. The company announced the decision to cease production of the beer, which will remain on retail shelves until early 2019. This in a letter to employees and wholesalers this past Monday. Uh, This news comes less than a week after Molson Coors Brewing reported second-quarter U.S. revenue and depletions declines of 3.1% and 4.8%. This is interesting. This is a beer, uh, two hats, I've never heard of. Now, I understand I'm out of the targeted audience of 21- to 24-year-old consumers, um, but it's interesting that this is a beer that I never heard of, never saw in in any store uh, anywhere uh, in New Jersey or New York. The 4.2% ABV light beer had rolled out in six packs of 16-ounce cans and two flavors, lime and pineapple, at a $5 price point. Uh, the company had hoped that entry-level consumers would purchase two hats and eventually trade up to other more expensive Miller Coors offerings. See, this is where this is where big beer misses the mark, at least Miller Coors. Uh, I can't speak to AB InBev because I do think that some AB InBev beers succeed. Blue Point certainly has succeeded. Um, uh, Shock Top has certainly uh, succeeded, although, it's, yeah, Shock Top is an AB InBev brand. Um, Goose Island is obviously... Uh, succeeded for AB InBev. But this is where I think Miller Coors doesn't get it. You create a beer at a low ABV and a $5 price point to try and entice younger beer drinkers from getting away from Budweiser and Coors Light, right? But don't you think they started on those types of beers when they were kids because it was the beer that it was in their father's refrigerator? Don't you think that they heard about other beers from places, Samuel Adams comes to mind, they've seen commercials, and other stuff. Don't you think that a 21 to 24-year-old has a, a little bit more of a discernible palate than making than targeting a beer that you think they're going to drink because you think that they're, they're this would be the young and hip beer to drink? Don't you think there are other options for them out there? They see enough of it in liquor stores and in supermarkets. I, this is where you're short-sighted. Just make good beer. Make good beer that people will like. I'd love to see. I'd, I would have loved to have sat in on the marketing team, uh, putting a panel through the paces. Do you like this beer? We're going to make it five bucks. It's cheap to buy. I just don't get it. I don't get it. The people that are drinking that type of cheap beer, they're buying Budweiser and Coors Light, folks. They're not drinking ten dollar, fifteen dollar six packs. Bottom line, I'm, this is that's to me is where uh, big beer is a little bit short sighted, and they need to up their game just a little bit. But you know what? That makes the local products that much better. When we come back after a short break, Brad Foreman from Great Lakes Brewing will join me, and that happens next on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It's cloudy and 77 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. Officials are searching for a woman who got swept away in the waters of Jamaica Bay this afternoon. NYPD Special Ops has been using scuba divers to search for the missing swimmer in the area of Edgemere Park in Queens. A helicopter was also deployed in the search for the 35-year-old woman who was in the water with her husband when she somehow got pulled underwater by rising tides at around 5 this afternoon and did not resurface. A head-on collision in Brentwood has left two people dead and five others injured. Suffolk County police say 39-year-old Olvin Jimenez was driving his car southbound on Crooked Hill Road around 1.40 this afternoon, just south of the Long Island Expressway, when he lost control of his car and crossed into the north 
southbound lane, striking another car head-on. He and a passenger identified as 39-year-old Erica Jimenez Meja were pronounced dead at the scene, and two child passengers suffered serious injuries. Three people in the other car, all from Bayshore, were taken to Southside Hospital in Bayshore for what's described as non-life-threatening injuries. And actor Liv Schreiber has a court date coming up in Rockland County. He's facing second-degree harassment for allegedly pushing a camera out of a photographer's face in June. Police say that it happened while the show Schreiber works on. Ray Donovan was filming in Nyack. An attorney for the actor tells the Journal News that Schreiber will plead not guilty. He's due in Nyack Village Court on Tuesday. Mets beat the Marlins 4-3. Yankees beat the Rangers this afternoon 7-2. Traffic delays. None of the GWB. Holland and Lincoln are a good ride. We have delays at the Brooklyn Bridge, Brooklyn Bound, Queens Bar, 59th Street Bridge, Queensbound Lower Level has delays. Weather for tonight, partly cloudy skies giving away to clouds. Stray shower or thunderstorm, low 72. And tomorrow, cloudy, stray shower or thunderstorm, high 80. You now know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno and AIM 970. The Answer. If you're a firm believer that education is a top priority in helping shape our children to be the future leaders of tomorrow, then you'll be excited to know that AM970 The Answer has developed a program to help parents send their children to the best Christian schools in the area. The half-off tuition program is a way for parents to send their children to school at half the cost of the annual tuition. We partnered up with some of the leading schools in the New York, New Jersey metro area. This is a great way for parents to reduce the costs and still have their children receive a quality education. AM970 The Answer is also offering each school the opportunity to promote their school with a full radio advertising campaign. This is just our way to say thank you to the parents and schools that already know the importance of a good education. For more information, go to am970theanswer.com and click on the discount tuition banner. Here are just a few of the schools available. Hawthorne Christian Academy, International Christian School, Kearney Christian Academy. Once again, go to am970theanswer.com for the full listing of schools. Sports gambling can be fun for most people, but for others, it can quickly become a problem with devastating effects. A preoccupation with gambling may cause some people to risk more than just money. They may be gambling away their health, their relationships, their happiness, and their family's future. At 1-800-GAMBLER, we know that problem gambling has many faces, and we're here to help those in trouble by offering support, treatment, and hope. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, help is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week by calling the confidential 1-800-GAMBLER helpline or find out more online at 800gambler.org. We've changed the lives of so many and we continue to be just a phone call or click away. So make the right call. 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 800gambler.org. This message sponsored by the Council on Compulsive Gambling of New Jersey, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. AM 97, The Answer. Welcome back to the Yonga Tulo Prep here, cast on AM 970, The Answer. It's our new time. It's Sundays at 11 p.m. Eastern. Of course, we'll have the podcast up. Uh, the next morning uh, when I get in, and uh, this will be our permanent home for now. We used to be Saturdays at 8 p.m. on AM 970, The Answer. 
And now it's Sundays at 11 p.m. So if you're listening on the West Coast, I guess that what is my math is not great, but it would be uh, in the 8 o'clock hour on the West Coast. But you can follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, that's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast via email at AlbertGNNYCRadio.com. Don't forget Google Play and iTunes. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can download and listen to all the shows from there. We're also Alexa ready. If you have an Alexa sitting in your house, just say, Alexa, I want to listen to the Al Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, and voila, you will get to hear my voice. But my next guest on the cast here, he is the market manager in New Jersey for Great Lakes Beer, which is located in Cleveland, Ohio, and the brewery is celebrating their 30th anniversary this year, and for you folks in New Jersey, some special things are coming very soon. In fact, this year is the 30th year that I graduated high school, which makes me old. GreatLakesBrewing.com is the website for more information. Let me welcome back to the Craft Beer Cast, Brad Foreman on AM 970, The Answer. Brad, welcome back. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back on. You got it. Now, Brad, last time I saw you, we were at the Sterling Hotel. Great place for food and, of course, craft beers. You had some amazing rare stuff that was on tap. Is this the plan for the rest of the year in celebration of the 30th anniversary? That was that was definitely a special night for an account, you know, a restaurant that just does some really cool stuff and, and, and embraces, you know, a, a rare beer night. And, and we had some stuff we were holding on to for them. There are some other rarities floating around uh, New Jersey that will definitely be tapping at some uh, special events for the anniversary uh, to be to be announced. But the big beer that, that uh, is really going to highlight the anniversary is our 30th anniversary uh, beer. We're brewing a special beer just for the anniversary. And, and, uh, that, and what is that beer? Is that is that going to be a stout, an IPA? What's it going to be? It is going to be a stout. It's going to be a big one, 11%. It's an imperial oyster stout. Uh, we brewed an oyster style at the uh, brewery with fresh uh, shucked oysters at the brew pub uh, successfully in the past. Uh, so we're, we're bumping it up this year. The uh, pearl, which comes from the oysters, of course, the 30th anniversary uh, stone, which is why we're, we're using that. And, um, yeah, it's going to be brewed with some cocoa nibs and oysters, and uh, it's going to be pretty uh, pretty big and delicious. I'm really looking forward to it. And the oy- we'll have, uh, uh, let me ask, the oysters are going to be from <laughs> Cleveland, correct? You know, I don't know exactly where the oysters are sourced from, but they're locally sourced Great Lakes oysters. Okay. Uh, I'm not, you know, so yeah, they're definitely from the area. Good enough. Good enough. Now, Great Lakes has many of their beers in cans now. We talked about this last time on the program, but how has that helped your job getting the beer into people's hands? Are they more apt to buy cans as opposed to bottles? You know, that's what we thought at first, but it turns out, you know, as long as the uh, the beer is what the people are looking for, they're, they're going to go for it either way. Okay. Um, you know, Holy Moses is, is, is a beer we launched this year. It's it's a white ale. Uh, it's only available in bottles right now, and, and we've had tremendous success with it, you know, with the bottles. So we found that the cans, you know, are nice and they help, um, but it's certainly the bottle sales haven't slowed down for us either. Very cool. Talking with Brad Foreman, the market manager in New Jersey for Great Lakes Beer, which is located in Cleveland, Ohio. They are celebrating their 30th anniversary this year. GreatLakesBrewing.com is the website for more information here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. And since Great Lakes is based in Cleveland, I'm hearing something in the media that something is going on with a member of the Cleveland Browns that recently retired, Joe Thomas, perhaps. What is the deal here, yeah. Brad? 
is, you know, we uh, back in Cleveland, we are very connected with the community, uh, athletes, and you know anything going on in Cleveland. And you know, as a, a local Cleveland football player, Browns legend, she was a fan of the brewery and a fan of brewing beer. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, they they collaborated and brewed a nice Kolsch. That- uh, unfortunately, we're not going to have any cans of it here, mm-hmm. but it is available out there in Cleveland if you're ever in the area. That is very cool. I was reading in the story that apparently, I guess Joe Thomas and one of the owners of Great Lakes are neighbors, and I guess they had always right. talked about collaborating on a beer. Now, what's really cool, though, and you mentioned it's a Kolsch, and it's not going to be available in New Jersey, but is this the first Kolsch that Great Lakes has ever made, or they've made it before and just went out, and now they're bringing it back? What's very cool cool about our operation is that, you know, we have the brew pub, and that's where it all started, and that's where the original Seven Barrel System store is, and there are beers in the brew pub that are brewed uh, very often um, that are only going to be there. Uh, As far as the Kolsch, I don't know about this version of the Kolsch, if it was tested in the brew pub in the past we did brew something called lawn seat Kolsch, which was one of my personal favorites which was in our uh our previous fridge filler spring variety pack mm-hmm. um yeah it's called lawn seat Kolsch, really nice clean crisp Kolsch. i don't know if this one is based off that recipe at all um but yeah we have done them in the past but it, it is interesting because i i like a good Kolsch. it's a nice easy Me drinking too. beer it's something to kind of to kind of ease you into, even if you're if you're not a craft beer drinker, and it's something to kind of ease you into the craft beer world. It's surprising that a lot of uh, a lot of breweries don't brew that type of beer anymore. Now, I, I I understand probably from the economics of it that listen, if people want IPAs, you're going to brew what the masses want. But I think it's nice that breweries, especially ones like Great Lakes, can do that every once in a while. They say, hey, you know what? We're not going to put out an eight nine percent IPA, or we're going to put out a big you know eleven twelve percent banger of a stout. We're going to do something simple to get you to come in and kind of try things a little bit and and ease you into the craft beer world. I think that's kind of cool. Exactly, and that's and that's that's basically what our our year round portfolio is. You know, we have uh, three loggers in the year round portfolio: the Dortmund Gold, Elliot Nass, which is an amber, and and a Pilsner. We have a white ale. Right. We have a you know an approachable porter. So we're you know we always have those approachable beers in the portfolio. Uh, that are brewed to style that, you know, will just get the person who's, right, like you said, not ready to try the big style or the big IPA. Right. Now, we're talking with Brad Foreman, the market manager in New Jersey for Great Lakes Beer, which is located in Cleveland, Ohio, and they happen to be celebrating their 30th anniversary this year. GreatLakesBrewing.com, the website for more information here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So, Brad, the biggest issue that I can see from your point of view is that it has to be difficult to get your tap handle in bars uh, in certain places in New Jersey. Are, are you seeing increased competition from local New Jersey beer, or is it more national accounts when you go into – and I'm not talking about your established accounts. I'm talking you go into a new account, and you kind of look at their tap handles. Are you seeing more local New Jersey beer, or is it more national accounts? Uh, local New Jersey beer has, has uh, and rightfully so, has has taken a huge leap forward. Uh, and, and, yeah, that's – that's who you know. That's what I see most of. You know, of course, you have your 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 staple breweries, of course, like Great Lakes. But of course, your founders, your New Belgiums, your Stones, they you know around here, Trogues, they right. they 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 get a lot of handles, Dogfish. But I mean, when when Great Lakes launched in New Jersey, you know, about five years ago, I'm pretty sure the craft breweries that were open were Kane, Cartoning, Cape May, River Horse, and Flying Fish. Oh yeah, five. five years ago. I mean, it, yeah. what twenty breweries, maybe at best. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, and now there's 107. I, I don't even know the Something exact like number, that. but so, and a lot of them are very, very good, and they, you know, they, they're the bars close to them are going to have their handles and be loyal to them. So yeah, you see, you see a lot of it, but luckily, you know, we just, I just go in there with a product. They all know the product. Everyone knows Great Lake, so it definitely helps. And that's you know, we have. 
the yeah. liquid to prove it too. So that's it's been all, nice. that's always a good thing. But Brett, let me let me ask you from this standpoint: when you walk in uh, to an account, you've got your beer on tap. You're doing a tap takeover, right? And you get somebody in there saying, you know. I'm I'm a Bud guy, or I'm a I'm a Coors Light guy, or let's say they're a they're a a craft guy, but they haven't tried a lot of the local craft yet. They're still you know I'm a you know whatever whatever the brand may be. How do you introduce right. them to Great Lakes? Do you start them with? I mean, you're looking for what they what they're drinking. If they're an IPA guy, you kind of steer them in the direction of an IPA. What is it that? What do you do to get them to to try one of Great Lakes beers? Well, the very first thing I ask them is is, is what are they drinking? What do they buy at the store? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I try to match the style. A lot of people around here say Yingling, so I give them an Elliott Ness, which is an amber lager. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's anything that's like a Budweiser or a Coors or a Heineken, I'm going to go the Dortmund or Gold Route or possibly um, Turntable Pilsner. So I always have a product in my mind. Even if they say Pale Ale, we have Burning River. If they say IPA, we have Commodore Perry. So there's always something that will, that will match. Um, even if they say something like Blue Moon, which the masses love, uh, we have Holy Moses, which is our new year-round white ale. So, there, like I said, there's always something based on their answer that I can I can give them. See, that's what's great about craft beer, Brad, is that I, I tell people this all the time. Even people that say, well, I don't really drink craft beer. I only drink Corona, or I only drink this, or I'm not a beer drinker. I always tell, I always tell them, find me a style that you like, a particular beer that you like, and I can find you, I can steer you into a beer that you will enjoy and then open up your palate a little bit and, and get you, you know, to try some other things. I had a friend of mine who was a big IPA drinker. Drinker, I've turned them on to stouts now. Now he can't get enough of stouts. So it's it's right. interesting how the flavor profiles and and to me, and I don't know if you agree with this or not. I, I there are certain styles of beer that I really enjoy, but I'm a seasonal guy. I like to drink certain things at certain times, uh, but I'll mix it up every once in a while. Sometimes you can't have sure. you know twelve IPAs in a row. Sometimes you got to mix it up with maybe a porter or a lager or a pilsner. Uh, it's yeah, it's, it's ninety two degrees today. I not opposed to throwing down at any fits at some point in the day today. Right, exactly. I mean, that's, you know, you kind of have to change it up a little bit. Now, we, yeah. we talked about, obviously, the anniversary stuff that's going to be coming out. Uh, what are some other beers that Great Lakes is going to be have uh, coming into uh, New Jersey in the coming months, Brad? Okay, well, real quick on the stout, it's going to be available very limited in 22-ounce um, bombers in some in some of your, your, your better craft beer stores in New mm-hmm. Jersey, and we'll have it on tap at certain events. So um, I would direct people to look at our Twitter handle, which is at uh, GLBC in New Jersey, so G-L-B-C-I-N-N-J, and I'll be announcing where all those will be. As far as what we have coming up, uh, two of our most popular and best seasonals are on their way. Uh, Oktoberfest, of course, uh, is, is the highest rated Oktoberfest in the country, and that's going to uh, be hitting stores in the next couple of weeks. And then later, and taps, of course. And then later on, to finish the year, we'll have uh, Christmas Sale, which is uh, everyone's favorite Christmas Sale brew with uh, honey, cinnamon, and ginger. Awesome. Um, and then in between, we have um, Blackout Stout, which is a favorite of many people. Mm-hmm. We also have uh, Ohio City Oatmeal Stout, which comes out alongside Christmas Sale, which is a great uh, low ABV stout to complement Christmas Sale. And uh, Nosferatu, which a lot of people love, it's our Imperial Red Ale. Uh, that's going to come out towards the end of August. Perfect uh, fall beer. That's sound- like a fall IPA. That sounds good. Although I know I get into this fight all the time about Oktoberfest coming out in August or September, but I get it. You know, you got to get ahead of the curve to make sure you get that beer out there. My guest has been Brad Foreman. He's the market manager in New Jersey for Great Lakes Beer. They're located in Cleveland, Ohio. They're celebrating their 30th anniversary this year. And, of course, limited edition uh, anniversary stout going to be available in just a couple of weeks in New Jersey. Follow the handle on Twitter, G-L-B-C-I-N-N-J, uh, on Twitter. Great Lakes 
Brewing.com is the website for more information. Brad, thanks so much for joining me on the Craft Beer Cast tonight. Very much appreciate it. Thanks, I appreciate you having me. You got it. When we come back, time for Suds and Duds. It's all after a short break on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Balance of nature's fruits and veggies in a capsule. I've got uh, enclosing spondylitis, which is a arthritic disease, calcification of the major joints and spine, and I just don't have the pain that I used to have. It's really kind of uh, amazing. Balance of Nature has been an amazing product. Uh, I've recommended it to literally hundreds. I'm a pastor, and I've said, y'all, just try it. Give, it. give it a month. Give it a try. And so hopefully they have. But uh, it's, it's an amazing product, and uh, the neatest thing is when you first open up that bottle, and you can smell the fruits and vegetables. I, every time I open one, I just get a big kick out of that. When you call, use discount code The Answer, and we'll take 35% off your first preferred set of fruits and veggies and have them shipped to you free. Call 800 246 That's 1 800 246 Or go online to balanceofnature.com and use discount code The Answer. AM 97, The Answer. Segment of the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on our new night, Sunday nights at 11 p.m. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Alcatulo, Instagram at Catulo, that's G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash A G Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com. Don't forget, iTunes and Google Play, just do a search for A G Craft Beer Cast. You can download and listen to every show on those two platforms. And of course, we are Alexa ready. You just say to Alexa, Alexa, I want to listen to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, and bingo, you will get to hear this show. A uh, little um, closing time from Semisonic as we uh, finish up the Craft Beer Cast here, and uh, for those of you who would like to see me, and you are in the uh, New York, New Jersey area, you can do so tomorrow night, Monday night, August 13th, one-on-one with Steve Adubato. 7 p.m. and 11.30 p.m. on NJTV, which is on your local cable systems uh, in the state of New Jersey, uh, or at 12.30 in the morning on Channel 13 WNET uh, in the New York area. So you get to see me with Steve Adubato uh, one-on-one. I don't know how long the segment runs. It's a couple of minutes. Uh, we're discussing craft beer in New Jersey and why uh, craft beer has become such a, uh, a boon. Uh, For the state of New Jersey, it's about local business. We spotlight uh, some different beers. I know I touch on uh, Screaming Hill uh, in the interview, and I think we make a mention of Wet Ticket as well uh, at a Rawway, and there's uh, a couple of different breweries that we mentioned during the broadcast. But again, for editing purposes, I don't know how much uh, of the the segment they're actually going to air. I think I chatted with Steve. This was a couple of months ago, so it was about, I don't know, it was about six or seven minutes. But full disclosure, when we taped it, 
We didn't know that the program was moving to a new night and time. So, of course, it's going to say on there Saturday nights, 8 p.m., et cetera, et cetera. But, of course, I'm no longer on Saturday nights. I'm here on Sunday nights uh, at 11 o'clock in the evening. But uh, one-on-one with Steve Adubato, that's tomorrow night, August 13th, 7 p.m. and 11.30 p.m. on NJTV, 12.30 in the morning on 13 WNET, of course. Check your local listings for time and channel. But let's get into suds and duds. Uh, the segment where I tell you about the various beers that I've had over the past week or so, and I let you know whether or not they are a suds that I like them or a dud that I didn't like them. So to start off, uh, Founders uh, Brewing has sent me a couple of samples uh, to try. I got a chance to uh, crack into a couple of them. Had the Double Trouble, uh, which was a very good IPA. I, I really I like the malt flavor at the end of this. Uh, there was a good hop in this, but I did like the malt flavor out of this. I'm not crazy about malts in my IPAs, uh, but this was definitely one that I enjoyed a lot um, and something I would definitely drink uh, if it was on tap at a bar somewhere. Um, did take a trip over to Five Burrows Brewing, and I have to thank um, the guys from uh, from Five Burrows, uh, Kevin and, um, oh, my God, why am I forgetting? Uh, is it? Oh, God. See, this is what happens when um, you, you're you doing a show, you're trying to remember like 15 different things, uh, and you can't remember them all at the same time. And I'm going to get this right before I get into the beers uh, that I ended up having uh, from Five Burrows. Kevin and Blake uh, from Five Burrows Brewing, first of all, thank you guys for opening up uh, your, your place a little early for me uh, last week so that I could get over there and get... Uh, some of these delicious beers that you guys have on tap. If you have not been to Five Burrows Brewing in Sunset Park, I encourage you to go there. It's a great little place. Uh, It's in an industrial park. The parking is definitely an issue over there. Uh, But if you go later in the evening, I don't know if you go later in the evening if the parking is not that bad of a problem. If you're going during the day, obviously, during the week, they're not open. They open later. Uh, They open, I think it's at 4 o'clock is uh, their opening. Um, you, you, you probably have a shot of getting a spot on the street, but they probably encourage you to take public transportation over there. However, it is a great little brewery. They've got a nice, nice tap room. Uh, there's games and stuff, board games or whatever. I think they get a, every once in a while, they get a food truck. You can obviously get food delivered. Um, they don't do tours if I'm not mistaken, or maybe they do tours on the weekend. I don't know how it works in a lot of New York City breweries. In New Jersey, you have to take a tour before you can you can try anything at a brewery. It's a little different, and they're trying to get rid of that law, obviously. Um, but if you really want to experience uh, a great brewery, Five Boroughs Brewing is definitely a place to go to. The best part is if you go and do a city brew, t- uh, brew tours trip. Now, you do one of those you're in great shape because they go to Five Boroughs, they go to Inner Borough. I think Brooklyn Brewery is on the stop now. Um, they go to a couple of different uh, breweries where you get to, you know, taste and sample uh, beers from the different places. You can buy beer. They've got coolers on the van that you can store your beer and keep it cold. And they drive you everywhere. So you don't have to worry about drinking and driving and all that other stuff or taking Uber here or a subway there. They do it all for you. And one of the things that uh, Kevin and Blake had told me about which they loved, was the fact that the City Brew Tours takes care of everything. All they have to do is pour the beer. That's it. The, the, you know, the, there's a tour guide. He's very knowledgeable in beer. They take care of everything. It's a great, great tour. Yes, it's a, it's a little pricey, but you know what? You get a group of guys together, group of girls, whatever, and you do the tour, it's great. It's a couple of hours. Drive you to and from. Food is included in the trip as well. Definitely worth the price. Five Burrows Brewing is one of the stops uh, that they go to, 
And I ended up picking up uh, two different things there. First off was their Rose Saison that they have uh, they just put out. And I have to tell you, this was delicious. This is a great beer uh, for summer. Nice flavors, little spicy, tart, really enjoyed it a lot. Um, my wife liked it. It is definitely something. I probably should have p- picked up a second four pack of this. This is it was that good. Like it was it was definitely a change of pace, refreshing for me. Uh, that I enjoyed it a lot. Definitely something that you want to pick up. The Rose Saison uh, by Five Burrows Brewing. Then I had their Make Good Decisions. I picked up two four packs of this. Um, their Double Dry Hop Double IPA. This was for their uh, one year anniversary. And again, Kevin and Blake, thank you. Thanks for opening up the facility so I could purchase a couple of things. Thanks for the glass, the anniversary glass. Thanks for the T-shirt. Uh, was very, I mean, really, above and beyond these guys. Uh, just They do a great job. Dank, dry, nice hop, little juicy, slightly bitter. This is all the good things that I want out of an IPA. Um, I do like a dry hopped IPA every once in a while, but this was really, really good. And Five Burrows is just making some fantastic beer. Uh, you will not be disappointed in this place if you go there. Check them out. Five Burrows Brewing in Sunset Park in Brooklyn. Very conveniently located right off the BQE. It's not that far. In fact, from my office here in lower Manhattan, it took me probably 15 or 20 minutes uh, by car. So if you're coming from Manhattan, it really is not that bad by car or even public transportation. Uh, Samuel Adams, they have a a pale ale that is out, uh, part of their summer package. This one didn't really like that much. Um, Nothing special. One of their weaker offerings. To be honest with you, um, as much as I love Sam Adams, sometimes their one-offs don't just... Don't do it for me. Uh, some of their specialty stuff is fantastic. And, of course, the regular Sam Adams lager, it's a go-to. I mean, that's that's a beer, no matter what, consistently is always going to be good. The pale ale, eh, not so much. Uh, and then I had um, a barrel runner. This was another uh, beer from Founders that the good folks from Founders gave me. Um, this really was one that I did not like, and I really enjoy a lot of Founders beers. This is definitely one that was a dud for me. Um, very, very rum-heavy uh, didn't taste like a beer at all. Um, I know, I, I guess they were trying to go for a, a, a rum-flavored IPA. Uh, it, it didn't work for me. It really didn't. In fact, I got about halfway through the glass, and I had to pour the rest of it out. Um, was not super happy with this one. And again, it's rare for me to say that about a Founders beer. Uh, Founders make some uh, fantastic beers. This one, the Barrel Runner, just didn't do it for me. Maybe I should have let it age a little bit. Um, maybe let the flavors kind of mellow out a little bit before opening it. Uh, but, you know, most of the time you want to drink your beer fresh. It's not something that they tell you that you should have aged. It's been barrel-aged already. So how much more aging could you possibly do? Uh, that's the problem that I had with this one. It's definitely not something uh, that I would suggest. Again, like I said, uh, I didn't I didn't care for it. You might care for it uh, if you like rum in your, um, if you like rum in your beers. You probably care for it. If you don't like rum in your beers, well, guess what? You're not going to care for it. Uh, so that that's, uh, wraps up the Suds and Duds segment here. We've got about a minute left before we have to get off, and uh, I'll be back with uh, the Joe Piscopo Show uh, tomorrow morning at 6 in the morning. Uh, but again, don't forget, one-on-one with Steve Adubato, if you want to see what my fat, bald head looks like and, I, and what I look like in a suit, uh, you definitely want to check out one-on-one with Steve Adubato. That's tomorrow night, August 13th, 7 p.m. and 11.30 p.m. on NJTV, 12.30 in the morning on Channel 13 WNET. Uh, we talk about uh, New Jersey beer and how um, New Jersey beer is becoming uh, a very, very good business option for people in the state of New Jersey. And as I, I like to say, and I, I believe I mentioned this uh, with Steve, local beer in New Jersey, it's like it's a community. It's where the community gets together 
and you hang out and you kind of talk about different things uh, and, uh, you know, what's going on in the town and you share it over a beer or two. And that's what we're starting to see with a lot of these local breweries uh, in and around the state of New Jersey. And it's helping. It's small business. Small business, again, the lifeblood of America. It's important. Embrace it. Really, it's something that, you know, I'm hoping that the um, that the restaurant owners that are fighting, we talked about it with Scott Wells last week, this infighting has to stop. We can all get along and work together to be productive, and everybody can make money. Folks, we're out of time. My thanks to Darren Yellen, Jerry Crowley, Phil Boyce, Brad Foreman from Great Lakes Brewing. Remember, 30th anniversary this year for those guys. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m., this has been the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.